there's crooks in your castle, then it's nights full of battles. Some fight with the barrel. That's eagles versus vultures and olives versus arrows. Call hard of what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. And welcome to 10 Pounds of Podcast, brought to you by the Urban Wrestling Network. I am your host, your quintessential Puerto Rican Muffin Jorge, a.k.a. Muffins Martinez. Usually I'm flanked by a bunch of co-hosts, but holidays are coming in, so it looks like I'll be doing the solo shows for a while. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to everyone who listens to the show. Follow us. We have the screen on the bottom, and you can follow us on everywhere on the urban network urban wrestling network uh, so please don't forget to click and like follow us on youtube instagram facebook and also you can listen to us at every all your local podcast listening pleasures so with that being said let's jump right into the nwa show from this past tuesday which is uh november 7th and we started with joel Gally giving us this amazing promo regarding Kelsey Page and Samantha Star, and also uh, blunt, force tra- blunt force trauma, who I like to call Doom 2.0. So that's what they look like as Doom from WCW days. Uh, but another amazing big near to start the show off, get you going. They already have Kelsey Page. She defended her title at some some way some way whatever and her opponent future opponent will be samantha star uh we saw also blunt first trauma defeat mike knox and 30 dick murdoch or his nephew there uh murdoch who looks like a cable uh you know old climber for direct tv but hey that's what they have wrestled that's what they have but another amazing package and we go right to the ring they have the heat seekers going up against the southern six uh heat seekers have been four times nwa award tag team champions so there are no slouches we just haven't seen them in a couple of years uh wrestling in nwa they went up against the southern six another amazing tag team match that what uh, became a lot of athletic maneuvers a lot of hitting, a lot of slapping around. And of course, the Southern Six, who are just on this hot wave of victories, are won this match again. And right after the match, they go right to Kyle Davis, who did an interview right there on the front. Southern Six did their thing. They said what they want to say. They have the uh, show coming up right now, November 18th, in two weeks from Saratoga, Florida, which will be the first time in almost 30 years since they've been to Florida. So I see that they're trying to do like uh, tapings every two weeks now, which is awesome. So at least the uh, action will not get staled. Uh, we've seen what three months of marathon of tapings will do to fans. You get bored of seeing the same thing. People come and go and they're still there. So now they're trying the two week um, tapings. And for some reason, they have fans there, but you never see the fans on TV, which I don't understand why they never show the fans. But that's a different story. So right after the interview, they went right to the ring. Uh, Miss Kate, who was uh, one time one half 
of the NWA Women's Tag Team Champions with uh, uh, I forgot her name, but they were called M95, and she, it was going up against Max the Impaler, who and you know Max is a monster. She's a beast from the wasteland. This was a competitive match. Max the Impaler was just too overpowering. And at the end, caught her with this left-handed lariat that took Mr. K's head off. I wanted to say the match maybe lasted two minutes. Two minutes is something because it was for the uh, women's TV title, which has the 605 uh, TBS back in the day stipulation time limit. So this match lasted a little bit over two minutes. And like I said, Max the Impaler with a left clothesline took Mr. K's right off her head. I thought her head was going to be out there somewhere outside the ring. But yeah, once again, uh, Max the Impaler is the victorious. And once again, she loses dominant. I don't know who can stop her. I don't know if any female in the roster can stop her. I'm pretty sure she'll have to lose to a man. But it's going to have to be someone that's bigger and more powerful than her to actually beat her. Because I believe she could be anybody in that company except for a couple but i don't know who's gonna beat her i i, I want to say maybe uh because she looks you know she's russian she's been in those battles she's taken a lot of beatings and she's done a lot of beatings on herself so i want to see her going up against marnikova for the tv title and, and i think she might be the one that might be able to beat max the imperator for the tv title we go right to the back. Yeah, uh, Jill Valentine, or I'm sorry, May Valentine. I'm taking the Jill Valentine from Resident Evil, but May Valentine has returned, and she was talking to the King Beast, uh, which is Danny B and Charity King, King Beast. So that's a new tag team from out there in um, Cleveland, doing their thing there, and they have the opportunity coming up for next week to go up against Pretty Empowered for the NWA Women's Tag Team titles. And they jump right from the back with May Valentine right to the front with Kyle Davis where he's interviewing EC3. And I love how they have this back-to-back -back interviews but in two different locations. They have one in the back and then they'll have one right in the front with the fans could actually see that one. And you can see the fans, you know, enjoying EC3's interview, how he defeated uh, Bram at Shamwai. And now his next opponent is going to be uh, the Dane event, uh, Jack's Dane, coming up November 18th in Saratoga, Florida. So Jack's Dane came out. And I want to say this is probably one of Dane's most best interviews I ever seen him have. I mean, he was right to the point. He cut all the crap, just told the story. He sold me on the story. And I'm definitely interested to see when this match happens in two weeks, because it's going to be taping, so it won't be in the pay-per-view. What's going to happen? We know EC3 will win this match. It's just a nice build-up that he has some good opponents coming up. So I will definitely would love to see this match 
and see what's going to happen. Uh, right then, we went right back to the ring. We saw Magic Inc. with the beautiful CJ, the assistant, go up against uh, Blunt Force Trauma, which is Doom Top Doom 2.0. And if you remember Doom 2.0 from those CW days, they had those crappy masks over their faces and you knew who they were and they would put Reed and Ron Simmons. I mean, like you knew by their, because their face, the lips came out, the eye, everything, you knew who they were. Blunt Force Trauma reminds me of Doom 2.0 because you know who they are. That's Marche Rocket, the one with the long pants and Rodney Mack, the one with the short uh, shorts. And he has all his tattoos showing. I mean, at least if you want to throw us a curve on the guy with the shorts, wear him, let him, make him wear a little long sleeve shirt while you hide the tattoos. And you go like, okay, maybe they're not those two guys, but it's Rodney Mack and Marche Rocket. So, yeah, so we have another very good competitive match. Uh, CJ gets involved because, as we always see, uh, Blunt Frost Trauma's manager always wants to get involved into everything. CJ pulled him down for, from the apron, smacked him one time for him for his mind. And of course, as always, as always, as Blunt Frost Trauma wins their matches, he had to get involved with a loaded glove and knocks out one of the guys from Magic Inc. And Blood Force Trauma gets the victory and are, they are still the NWA World Tag Team Champions. CJ gets upset, comes into the ring and low blows him. And best thing that ever happened. He's down on the floor crying like a little baby. CJ gets out, mad as hell. They have to contain it because she wanted to go back in and beat the crap out of him. And now next week we have a match set up for CJ going up against the manager of Blunt Force Trauma. And I apologize because I went blank on the guy's name. I truly wrote it down. So yeah, but if you guys who really knows, you know they're gonna have a match next week now. So this should be interesting. It's a crying shame that NWA has a real good, really good woman's roster and CJ Christy James, who I call my bestie. Is wasting her time doing this and doing that on the ring, you know, producing, showing her guys, and not actually having a chance to wrestle and show that she could go with all these ladies in the ring and be better than majority of the girls they have there now. But you know, I digress. Uh, we go right back to the back. We're back with May Valentine, where she has Blake Troop and Chris Sobio standing on one side. And Koa and his wife, uh, Khalees, standing on the other side. And they are going to have a match coming up. I want to say also next week, they're having a match. You know, Chris Silvio saying his stuff. Blake Troop is saying his stuff. And then Koa comes out and says, you know, I have a lot of respect for you, Blake. You are an MMA fighter. You are a wrestler, blah, blah, blah. And then Khalees cuts him off. She's mad as hell. My Koa's gonna beat you. We're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. So I thought for a second there was gonna be a little fight in the back, but it never happened. May Valentine, you know, kept her cool and she was calm and collective to this whole thing. I mean, if it, 
towards the female i'm pretty sure there would have been a fight back there so they go right to the front and they have pretty empowered and the way women's tag team champions at the podium with kyle davis and once again the two ladies ella envy and uh the younger sister of uh kenzie page just running down anybody and everybody they can the fans kyle davis the opponents they're already talking smack to uh king bees for next week so they're already getting into the psychological warfare getting in their minds telling them that they're better they know this is better than them they're beautiful they're gorgeous which they are beautiful and gorgeous they're young they're athletic they're amazing so this i'm looking forward to next week's nwa power where we'll see pretty empowered going up against the king bees now we go to your main event where we have taylor rising uh one half with natalia markova tag team partner going up against the woman's champion kenzie page what i love about this match it went close to 10 minutes and wa gives the women time to shine impact does it wwe doesn't and ew doesn't but impact does and nwa does they give the women time to go up there tell the story in the ring show what they have you know and, and and go out there and do what they have to do and that's what i love about the nwa women's division a nice match i want to say this thing maybe went close to 10 minutes uh can't see page out of nowhere with a can't see driver or a can't see stunner just like stone cold stunner out of nowhere and just popped her close to almost close to 10 minutes after the match she kept the beating going till natalia markova came out trying to get in the ring but now can see page and the rest of pretty power they have their own security called pretty security so i don't know where they comes with his names but they have two guys now our security wearing a bright t-shirt i want to say i want to think with a rainbow in front of it so now they're called pretty security so they're on they have their own securities because of the ugly fans and the wrestlers they might want to you know attack them and fans asking for autographs and pictures and you know those girls are pretty empowered they don't have time for the little people like us so Markova came out she got stopped by pretty security so she couldn't go inside and help uh Tyler rising but she finally got out of the ring and we'll see where this goes I'm pretty sure we'll see another rematch or maybe a six-way with pretty empower okay taylor rising markova and somebody else coming up in the next couple of episodes maybe even at the november 18 tapings from sarasota florida once again this nwa show is the new season they're coming off a humongous pay-per-view in shemheim whatever it's pronounced i still try to remember how it's pronounced that way what is spelled sham s-h-a-m-e-i-n shouldn't that be called shaman or something like that but it's called sham wow like if it has a w somewhere but anywho amazing pay-per-view once again nwa gives you at least four pay-per-views per year and every pay-per-view delivers even when you see the card you go like eh, that's not going to be good 
the matches that you thought were going to be trash become the good matches and the matches that you thought were going to be good become better like that joe alonso kobe perino match that was crazy love that match if you haven't seen champagne or champagne both of uh fight tv you know get that 7.99 thing or, or you know pay for it you can maybe get the replay now for cheaper but it's worth the 19 dollars that it was or 25 dollars i don't remember but it was a good show out of five i'll give it i'll give the show a four, i would go out say a 4.5 out of this show I, I didn't see anything that i did not like i loved everything all the interviews the pace of the show they, they feel they give you a lot for an hour there's other companies that give you two matches and a bunch of crap this ones they give you three to four matches with like eight interviews in less than an hour and you go like wow how can they were able to do that but they do it and i love it so i can't wait till next week's show and also if anybody watched the pay-per-view there was a little segment where it blew up the internet with father james mitchell uh sal Topel, who i like to call sal burland and uh gag the gimp and some couple of ladies for up the night uh doing supposedly drinking and doing cocaine some of the white stuff now i'm thinking to myself i'm 51 years old i'm thinking to myself there's no way in hell these people are actually doing cocaine in actual pay-per-view in a family atmosphere event because there was a lot of kids there so i i i hope to everything that is holy that this was just a gag making fun of how the NWA used to be back in the days where you actually could go on youtube and see videos of Sting luger the world warriors getting ready in the back and the world warriors are doing coke or preferably hawk and i want to say maybe luger popped one maybe a blow-in Sting did not I, I remember seeing animal but they're back there in the back right before the match they're getting ready and they're passing the blow like it's candy now this is back in the late 80s so if they were making fun of that that was funny but for god's sake i hope that wasn't really coke because now they're getting a lot of backlash for that now for some reason or another they keep saying that cw is the place where nwa supposedly has the tv uh coming up in next year that supposedly now it's in jeopardy but cw has not come out and made a statement that that's true billy corgan has not come out and made a statement saying that that's true so it's all the crap sheets saying that they have a deal with cw i don't believe it until billy corgan or cw comes out with a statement and says nwa is going to be here on this show on this days going forward so all i know is that billy corgan recently came out and said that people think it's cw but he didn't say that it was cw or not and that there was no heat behind everything the the segment so we'll see if it's true or was not all i know is that two days after that segment happened wwe jumped at cw and now they'll have uh next WWE next or nxt beginning at cw in october of 2024 so if that 
if NWA lost the TV deal because of that stunt, Billy Corp is a moron, NWA is a moron, and anybody who thought that was okay to do should be fired right on the spot. Because you, you cannot jeopardize a future TV deal over something like that by doing some stupid stunt of doing drugs on TV or not TV because it was a pay-per-view, but this still is a family atmosphere event. There's kids all over the place. Where are the cops? I'm pretty sure somebody had to call the cops. I'm pretty sure whoever owns the venue has to be upset with them and they do like you, you can't do this here. This this a family, this is a family place. You can't be doing coke in front of everybody. So we'll leave it there. I mean, that's my rant of that. So we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see. I mean, we're in November already. Only time will tell to see exactly if when that happened, what's going to happen at the end. If it was really in uh, uh, CW that they has the TV deal with or somewhere else, we're going to find out sooner or later. Well, folks, once again, thank you for joining me. Well, my name is the quintessential Puerto Rican Muffin Jorge, a.k.a. Muffins Martinez. And please don't forget to follow us. The links has been rolling down the bottom for the last 20 minutes. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us. And hopefully in the future, once the holidays settle down, you'll have some of my co-hosts come back and join us in this trip called NWA Power. So for myself, the rest of the crew who's not here, the Urban Wrestling Network, 10 Pounds of Podcast, I want to say thank you for listening. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. And have yourself a wonderful weekend. And if you are living anywhere in a cold area, like myself, that looks nice, but it's actually 40-something degrees or maybe lower than that. Stay warm. Snow is coming, and I am not ready for that. So with that said, folks, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the weekend. Deuces!